So what I was saying was that this song by Fred Hammond, Face It All, from an underrated God Love and Romance album. I miss the gospel music where it sounded like a love song, like like a, an R&B love song, and it wasn't. I miss those types. Like, hold on. See, I never took in those type of songs. I was I grew up on like the Kurt Franklin stomp and oh yeah, I and know you that. know, but uh, you must like know um I never really listened to Fred Hammond growing up. Really? Don't shoot me, but I never really did. I felt like he was like, didn't really appease to the younger folks. At least at at that time. Because I was more like, take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. (laughs) Mary Mary and Kurt Franklin, Ty Tribbett. That's more what I was listening to. But you don't know you don't know this? BB and CC Winans, I found love. I never found them interesting. What? I thought they were always too just too soft for me. This song is a big tune. They were too soft for me. I can't believe this. BB and CC were too soft for me. Oh man. Yeah, man, I like I like the fast pace, the get up and dance and move and shut in the like the thirty piece choir songs like that was. So you were a video gospel baby. I guess so. Yeah, you could say that. That's all. That and the was and the mass choir songs, you know. James Hall and them and them. Yes. I actually, I need some new music from James Hall expeditiously. I'm ready. Yeah, that's that was my vibe. Well. We're back. We're back. And it's it's kind of weird. It's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one here. <laughs> There's no friends joining oh, us this week. Oh, man. It's weird, man. It's... it's Damn you, weird. COVID. Man. Due to restrictions of our... Region. Our regions, we've had to put a pause on our in-person experiences. However, we... Plan to have them back as soon as possible to get the vibe back because we miss you guys. But we are here. We are back for another another week. Yeah, hopefully we'll get them back within like two weeks or so. I know they usually do 28 days, but knowing Doug, he may extend it. But, Dougie. you know, it's not completely like, I don't think it's completely forbidden, but they strongly advise advise people not to visit other people's homes unless it's like for emergency or work or whatever 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 i mean it's gonna get a little bit complicated now because hey it's 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 holiday season it's officially holiday season you saw the first snowfall of the year last Mm -hmm. last night and it's gonna be very hard for you to tell people that they cannot visit their family over what? the holidays. That's Especially the family members that live alone. Like I know on the on the website, on the Ontario government website, it says if you live alone, you can choose a designated house to go visit. Yeah, yeah I heard that. I saw that one. Too. But um still it's holiday season, like you said. Yeah. And they and holiday season is usually the time where people feel the most lonely. 
And so that's usually the time where people need the support the most and need to be around people the most. So for them to be like, yeah, no, you you got to just stay. Like, good luck. Plus, it's sorrow season. If you think <laughs> that I'm missing out on sorrow this year because of COVID, you're making a sad mistake. Sorrow, eggnog. I mean, I love eggnog. I know a lot of people I haven't, don't. I haven't had it. Wow. <laughs> You are missing out. I I want to. It's one of the things that I at least want to try. I don't know if I'll like it. You are missing out. I love eggnog personally. Um, it's very like heavy though, very creamy, but it's so good. But yeah, I mean, it's holiday season. Christmas is right around in a couple weeks. Are you getting gifts for your for your family? Yeah, we're doing more of like a uh, I don't know what it's called, Chris King, Chris Kringle. Mm-hmm. So we just randomly pick names and so you're just buying for one person instead of buying for every everyone you're better than me because after how this year gone i i don't know if my close friends and family are gonna get gifts this year i'm only buying for that one person that i drew the name for and then my sister probably and that's it i don't know i was thinking about getting a gift for one person just to be and nice. then probably myself because hello i deserve oh, it okay. I deserve it. We all deserve just the world after how this year has gone. But how has your week gone? My week's been good. My week has been, um, yeah, it's been chill. I've been really wanting to travel, like, Yo. heavy. I've Were you supposed really... to be, like, pre- like post pre-COVID? Like, pre-COVID plans? Were you supposed to be traveling out of the country? Yeah, pre-COVID plans, I was planning on being in jamaica or ghana right now why is everybody in ghana i mean i don't know about everyone everyone was in ghana last year because last year was the year of the return because i saw lissa monet is in ghana right now don't know who that is dj lissa monet don't know who that is dj lissa monet is in ghana right now jalissa brown is in ghana right now yep a bunch of people that i saw on the tl has gone to ghana right now Mm-hmm. Amidst COVID, I'm going to Ghana next year though to visit Jalissa. So I was definitely supposed to be in Jamaica this year though. Yeah, I was supposed to be a ton of places and just COVID just mashed up. But people are still traveling. One of my friends right now, she's out of the country for her birthday, so people are still traveling. And I still see people traveling on on vacation. It looks like a lot of people are going to Mexico, so I guess Mexico is open. I guess they're prepared to quarantine for two weeks. Listen. I don't even mind because I'm working from home, so it's just like, whatever, you know. gives gives home. me an excuse not to go grocery shopping and send my send my sister to go grocery shopping for That's me, funny. you know. Yeah. So if I was working from home, I'd be clocking in that in Montreal somewhere. Like I need just to get away from yeah the GTA. Been stuck here all year. Trust me, it's just it's just not it. I need. Just some new scenery, you know what I mean? Just something new. Like, honestly, I may even do that next year. Like, just take my laptop and, like, go spend, like, a couple days in, like, with my friend in Montreal or something. Yeah, just, like you said, just a change in scenery. It's needed. Because this whole work for five days and then off for three days is not cutting it for me. Work for five days. How many days in the week is? I, well, I'm a, my job is different. I'm kind of on call now because they downsized our staff so much and they refuse to hire anybody else. Uh, um, so like I'm working a, a lot, but 
yeah, normally I would be on my my longest week would be like a five day five day week. Oh, okay. And if someone got sick, it might be like a seven day. Like I worked a seven day week one time, and my body was mush. Oh my god, I'm not built for that. I'm not built to punch a clock. That's why I'm chasing my dreams. Exactly, exactly. Like, you and me both. Yeah. You gotta blow sometime. You and me both, and it will happen. It All will right. happen. On my heart, you ready? You go first. first this time. No. Crystal. No, 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 because mine leads to the next thing. <laughs> so you go first. Alrighty. Um the internet's been going crazy. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I that caught my eye was um Twitter recently had a pretty big update recently. Yeah. Fleets. Yeah. Wasn't that just like today they updated? I think so. I just, I, I, I'm not really on Twitter a lot, but I went on Twitter and I saw that they have like a, a story option, yeah. kind of like Instagram and Facebook and and Snapchat. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, when Instagram, all the apps are basically the same. But now. the thing is, when I never felt this way about an app getting a story option, other than Twitter, because Twitter is already, is Twitter the biggest app on the planet? I don't know. I would think I would think Twitter is the most popular app on on the planet right now, and to get a I don't know I like the whole notion of having an an alternate reality in terms of in terms of stories from like Instagram and and Twitter. See, people are posting different type of stuff on their fleets, and it's it's interesting. I, I'm getting I'm getting excited. I'm like this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. For me, like I don't really care for Twitter. Um, I'm usually just on Twitter just for the jokes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter. I have more, way more followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. But I think that's, that's the, I think that's the appeal of it because people just post, like, their, their fleeting, fleeting thoughts. See right. what I did there? Their fleeting thoughts or their jokes just, just to get it off on Twitter and they just post it and go about their business. I feel like it's about to be the same thing with the, with the fleets. We're about to see some. Some foolishness on there. You think so? I think so. Foolishness like what? I don't think that people are going to like, like, like I don't think that people are going to take their in- their fleet stories as seriously as they would take their Instagram stories. I think it depends because I know some people that have more followers on Twitter than they have on Instagram. That's true. I'm excited to see where it goes because it's not like it's not fully like developed like Instagrams yet. Like there's no filters on it. Yeah, can't tag people can't play music on it right so but i'm excited to see where because i from what i should have i should have bought twitter stocks what stock yeah you said you bought stocks recently yeah what stocks did you buy don't worry about it don't watch my pocket <laughs> i just know i bought stocks don't want to educate the people on what i don't need to educate on what stocks i bought just know i bought stocks mm-hmm. i bought stocks on an app um well simple well simple i'm gonna do a youtube video on it and how i started it's very simple app i use that app it's 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 nice i earned a little a little return from there yeah 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 i love it so follow me on youtube youtube.com slash spike rose s-p-i-i-k-e-r-o-s-e and uh yeah i'm gonna be doing a, a video on that but yeah i bought socks recently and it's so fun like honestly investing trading buying selling all that stuff is so much fun I, it's actually very in 
it's very invigorating. It's thrilling, like to see, like, oh my gosh, how much money did I make, or yeah. how much money did I lose? Oh my gosh, like so far, it's not a lot, but like obviously, I only it's only been like two days. Mm-hmm. So far, on one of the stocks I bought, I made like four dollars. So I'm just like, oh okay. No, progress is progress, man. Right. That's that's exciting. It's always exciting to see that you. One of your but it goes up and down, up and down, right? Yeah. It's unpredictable. I guess the also the key is or like the skill is like when do I sell it? Like do I think it will ever get any higher than this? Mm. And but yeah, that's neither here or there. That should be that should be a different episode. We should have an episode on finance and we'll maybe bring in somebody to oh, yeah. talk about it oh, and all yeah, stuff. Definitely. We got we got connected friends. We'll figure out something. But yeah, so that's what's been on your heart. That's Twitter? No, just the just how the internet is evolving and it's it's like a I remember how there people were having a whole conversation about like the uh, sh- the streaming wars, where it was just like this influx of streaming networks with uh, Netflix and yeah. Hulu and HBO Max, and, and every every other platform was just fighting for people's attention. And now it seems like there's a like a social media wars where it's like the playing field looks kind of level for every social media platform. Like yeah, you can't really like at at some point like in 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 time. We were all on one app for for a while. First, like it Facebook. was Facebook. Exactly. No, first, let's go way back. Okay. First, it was MySpace. There we go. I T dot wire. I, I that is the wave I missed. <laughs> I I'm not old enough for T dot. You're not old enough for T dot wire. T dot Black Planet. Black Planet. T dot wire. That was the original social media platform. And the type of things I, that I heard it was won toxic. on T.Wire. I heard it was toxic. <laughs> oh, T.Wire was the best. You honestly, guys have a lot of unlearning to do. T.Wire was the best. Like, if you guys are old enough to remember T.Wire and being on T.Wire, I need you guys to <laughs> share and comment when we post this on our Instagram. If so you remember were, about T.Wire. Actually, this is kind of interesting. What were your, like, and you growing up, what was your like main social media platform? It was T dot wire MySpace and then BBM. You you weren't on MSN? And MSN Messenger, oh, yes. Okay. I was like, yeah, you weren't yeah. on MSN? T dot wire, MySpace, MSN Messenger, and BBM. MySpace, everyone's MySpace um profile. I remember because when you could put music on your MySpace yeah. profile. And so everybody tried to get like the most elite music. So when you enter someone's page, and music plays, and you can like customize it to whatever you want. Like, oh, uh, that's I'm actually, when I'm actually tripping out right now because I this really shows our age, Crystal. Because I when I was when I was old enough to get on the internet, MySpace was dying, and so I made a MySpace page, and no one was like really on MySpace like that, like yeah. they used to be. MySpace for me, like your version, your MySpace was Tumblr for me. Like you, oh, it, okay. it was basically the same thing where you can like um, customize your page and put music yeah, on yeah, it yeah. and stuff like that. And so like you had MySpace, I had Tumblr, I had, I don't know if you even know these ones. I had ones like like Formspring and and Ask FM and nope. there was some like Ask F- yo, there's some filth. It, it's just like. People would um, create accounts, and you could ask people like anonymous questions. Mm. You could either let them know who you are or not let them know who you are. And you could just ask them anything. Yeah, yeah. And so they'd be like, "Oh, who do you like? Do you like Samantha in <laughs> in history?" It's just like 
Why? Like, why were we so fast about people? Yo, like, honestly, MSM, like, that's when, that's when, like, social media was was kind of still innocent because we didn't really have those platforms on our phone like we did like we do now so you had to wait till you got home to go on to log in a log on to msn or to log into t.wire so you know like throughout the day you're like waiting and you're talking about like all the things when you got home and then you know that boy that you liked in school like you may not talk to them all day but but once you get home you like shoot them a cute little msn messenger or bbm i remember when bbm started popping bbm changed the game bbm messenger that was also popping like when i was grade 11 and 12 i think that's when it really started popping bbm changed the game because now that was the start of like having a social media network on like on your person yeah on your phone msn we like you said you had to wait to get home yeah you know we didn't we weren't really using our phones like that so you used facebook when like you sat down like at a yeah computer or something like that but bbm now like everyone's just oh what's your pin what's your pin what's your Mm -hmm. pin man that bbm was actually so lit like so much to the point that iphone made an app for it yeah and it got even bigger when People could use it on their iPhone. That's when I got BBM. That's when BBM was dying, oh, though. Because yeah. in yeah. when I was in high school, though, everybody, like, I'm talking about, you see how everybody no. wants a uh, iPhone now? Yeah. When I was in high school, Blackberry. everybody, Yo. every single body had a BlackBerry. Oh, my God. BlackBerry Curve, BlackBerry Note, BlackBerry single. Bold, BlackBerry, everything BlackBerry. The nostalgia when you just said bold or oh, that was such an ugly phone the I, the bold was the bigger one yeah i liked it i had That's the curve i had phone. the curve the curve was a smaller one and i didn't want the smaller one because like if you had and you know the the type of blackberry that you had also determined like almost <laughs> like the type of wealth or eliteness oh that you were God. i'm not even joking because i remember people that had the curve which was the smaller yeah. like not as pristine looking one was like <sighs> Uh, you know, you wanted yeah. the bold. The bold was the bigger one. The bold is the one that was the more like fancier looking the one. Blackberry Pearl. I had the pearl as well. Remember the? Oh, that's the one that my mom had. I had the, the sm- pearl. It was actually, the smallest one. Yep. The smallest one was the pearl. And, and the ball. The ball. God, yo. I blackberry was blackberry was elite. Having a blackberry in itself was a uh, was a status symbol. It was elite. Black, blackberry was it was branded as a business phone. Yeah. So if you had it, it meant like you were you were doing it. No, but stuff. the thing is though, everybody could afford the curve because the curve was the cheaper one. Mm. So most people started getting the curve and had the curve. It, that's why I said it's when you got the bold and those ones because the bold was more expensive. That's when people are like, oh, you have the bold? Okay, you must have yeah, money. money. Yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I remember. When they were coming out with the updated the updated versions, man, it was, it was changing the game. Blackberry was the best. Blackberry, come back. Honestly, if Blackberry, I Blackberry didn't go nowhere. It's not well. It's definitely not as big as it is. It, it, as it once be. was. They have a market. I I realize that they have a market, which is mainly executives. Exactly. And stuff. It's it, they use it as a business as a business phone. Or yeah. As a work phone. So work workplaces will like buy them in bulk and 
yeah distribute them within the workplace or something like that so it's not an iphone but it's still it's still there listen let me tell you something about canadian tech okay canadian tech people need to stop especially these americans they need to stop hating on us canadians because canadian tech like i said blackberry is a canadian company we were we were the first ones like you said to bring social media to your device you know i don't know any other company that was doing that and then also it was a canadian tech company that um developed the 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 software or whatever the technology for a siri really yes i did not know that it was over in canadian silicon valley which is waterloo is Is it it waterloo like the the tech capital of canada i don't know but that's that that's just don't 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 give us respect don't sleep okay don't sleep. Canadians are out here doing stuff. Doing things. But yeah. What's on your heart this week? On my heart is um again along with social media, just how <laughs> people just have the boldness just to say whatever they want when they're sitting behind a screen. A, a screen. And and I guess I got a little bit a, a little taste of what like bigger <laughs> influencers or celebrities go through when they make comments on instagram have you gotten have you gone viral before um i have on shade room but that that wasn't like anything Mm. crazy the thing is the key to going viral i am seeing it i mean like when i say viral i mean like viral in the comments whereas like everyone sees your comment and like um is you literally have to post within like the first three seconds of when they post you have to write a comment so then i don't know it's just at the top and everyone sees it so the one on shade room i so like i was just so happened to be on my phone when they posted Mm -hmm. and then i literally posted one word (laughs) it was i think it was a boosie boosie post that they posted something about like oh i don't know do you think i'm cute or something like i i (laughs) He was like taking a selfie of himself, and he's like, "Oh, do you think I'm cute or something?" I don't remember what it was, <laughs> and I just and I just wrote no. Oh. <laughs> and then that got like literally a thousand likes, two thousand likes. Everybody was commenting under that. I was like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> I got a couple of followers just from that. Yo. I'm just like, okay, whatever. But this one on six was um, uh, what was it again? Oh yeah, cause Six Buzz. They, if you guys don't know what Six Buzz is, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what Six Buzz is. It's the Canadian shade room. It's basically like the Canadian shade shade room, but more specifically for like the Toronto area. Right. Um, they keep they post like literally every day, COVID cases, and how much COVID cases there are. Okay, cool. Like I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. People need to be aware of what's going on. But I just said. Why don't you also post, you know, the recoveries as well? It'd be nice to see both sides. Yeah. I'm just like, why don't you just post the recoveries? Yo, and that somehow, that comment just went viral. Got so many people in their feelings. So many people in their feelings. like the mo- And I didn't even notice because I don't get Instagram notifications on my phone. I purposely turn it off so i won't know what's going on on instagram unless i'm going in the app so i wasn't on the app for a couple hours and then i go on the app and then all of a sudden i'm seeing all these comments i'm like what the hell what happened Mm. and i'm just looking at the comments people are most of the comments mind you were people arguing amongst themselves just under my under my comment but some people were just like 
oh, you dummy. Why did it, uh, oh, you're negating this. Like, people were extrapolating things from that one comment that I did not even say. Oh, are you, you're such an idiot. Da, 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 da. Clown. This, this, this saying all these things. I'm just like, <laughs> what? Honestly, I was laughing. I was laughing. I'm just like, is this how people really guan on the internet? How long were people like, when did it like die down? It went on for a couple hours. And one person, one person, I guess, got really mad because he commented before he came back the next day to add another comment. I'm just like, sir, <laughs> do you really don't. People will make time when it comes to the Internet. I'm like, you really don't have anything to do <laughs> with yourself. Like, and some of these comments, I really want to clap back on. I'm just like, honestly, I really don't care enough. Honestly. There was only one person I responded too because he said something he said something like oh so you're completely disregarding all the people that died or something or i can't remember exactly what he said and i'm just like sir where in my comment did i say i'm disregarding any of the people that passed away like mm. show me exactly where in my comment and he just responded with okay <laughs> right okay so you just want to talk just to people talk people just want to talk you just want to spark spark stuff on the internet. So I'm just like, damn, is this what like famous people have to go through on a daily? Polarizing state. Like people are, it just proves that no matter what you do, no matter what you say, someone's going to have a problem with it. No matter what. No matter what. That's crazy. Like, and that also, and that also makes me realize like the bigger you are, the more, I guess, careful you have to be with what you write or what you like because <laughs> Pope Francis, have you heard this story? No. Pope Francis, someone caught Pope Francis. Oh no. Um, his Instagram account, mind you, I don't know if he actually runs his Instagram account because the <laughs> man's like eighty something year old. Old. Yeah. But he got caught liking a uh, a young woman's picture with her body all tender. Oh! <laughs> With their bati and everything out out the door, back bati jaw and everything showing, and all all you see the screenshot, you know, it shows the people that like the photo is French, ah! <laughs> and the internet went crazy. They're like, "Oh, Pope, <laughs> is this is this what's going on, Pope? What's going on? Is eh? This is what you're doing with your prayer time, Pope." <laughs> Is, this is what you are doing in the Vatican. What? Wow. Is this where all our communion money is going I to? Mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I, the Pope is a person. He is a person. I think he's the, out of all of the religious leaders, like, on the on the face of the earth, like, he's the one that we've, like, deified the most. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. To the point where, I mean, because I saw on the internet one time where, I mean, Jam Jamal Bryant was caught in a hookah lounge, smoking hookah. Who's Jamal Bryant? Pastor Jamal Bryant. You don't hold on. You know, if I if I pull up a picture, you what know, church? He goes to. He used to pastor Empowerment Temple in yeah, Baltimore, but he goes. He pastors New Birth in Atlanta now. So he was caught in a hookah lounge. Yeah, like, and like preachers have been caught doing stuff. But people have always, like, kind of dismissed. It's, it's never really lingered because it's like, okay, well, God, you have to remember, like, this is a person, you know? Like, they're human beings. They're going to 
they're gonna make mistakes. Like people, like gospel artists and and gospel stars and like and and uh, I guess prominent figures in just like the Christian field have been seen or like recorded or whatever, like doing some pretty like outlandish stuff. But people have always kind of like dismissed it because it's like, oh well, there are people at the end of the day, but the the Pope is the only one that I see that we haven't done that. I mean, I don't think people dismiss it, but I think people are more shocked. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like you're the Pope. You're like the highest in the whole Catholic Church, mm-hmm. you know, because there's like priests and there's like bishops. And then there's like, I don't know, whatever else they have, cardinals. Nah. And then the Pope is like the highest. This is Jamal Bright. Yeah, I don't know him. What? It's okay. Um... So it's like, oh my gosh, because people see him as like he's next to God. Like it's God, well, in the Catholic Church, it's God, then it's the Pope, then mm-hmm. it's whoever else, mm-hmm. whatever else, the hierarchy. So it's just like, wow, really? This is the type of pictures you're liking, Mr. Pope Francis. Right. But I just thought it was That's interesting. Funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Like you got to be careful. But you know, Instagram used to be really, really bait. Back in the, like in the earlier forms of Instagram, because they had a whole explore page. Yeah, where, where you could, could see, see what, where everyone's liking. Yeah, and I'm get, so glad they took that out. I'm glad. No, I'm glad, and I'm not glad because because there, there's been times when I wanted to like pre people and see like what they're liking to see if they're you know they're too inner. But <laughs> but I'm glad they took it out. Like it was just too much in people's privacy. Yo. The amount of times, like, I'd get, like, as a teenager, i get called aside and be like, Carlos, I saw, I saw something on, you know, I saw you like a certain picture. <laughs> you know, like, are you, like, do we need to have a conversation? No, we don't need to have, you need to mind your business. That's what you need to do. So, so you're happy because now you can like them pictures and peace now. Is that, is that what you're saying? I'm not liking is that, them pictures. Uh, is, that, is that what you're saying? You can like those pictures and peace now? No, I'm just, I'm just now. Guess who peace. still sees? God, <laughs> oh my God! The eyes <laughs> of the Lord are everywhere. It's so funny because Kevin Stage was talking on his podcast today. Um, here's the thing: how there's a pastor at his church that that was on Twitter, and this pastor would always be like posting like scriptures and like, um, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made type of scriptures and. Oh, revival Sunday, make sure to come to church on Sunday. But I guess he didn't realize or he didn't clock that people could see his likes. Because on Twitter, you can still see what people like. Yeah. And this pastor was liking up them pornographic videos on on Twitter <laughs> and the church. And someone screenshot it. And they're just like, well, who's going to tell him? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I don't know if anyone told him, or I'm pretty sure by now he must have known. But like, that is funny. Twitter is bait. Twitter, you have to be careful what you like. Listen, church folk really don't be knowing how social media works. They don't. Would you like in the near future, like if a church asks you to do like a workshop or a seminar on social media, like how social media works, would you do it? Yeah, why not? Because I feel like it. If there's anything a church would need a seminar on, because I've been to a lot of church seminars. I'm yeah. sure you've been to a lot of church seminars and workshops, and you know how they go. And some of them, 
you don't you go and you don't really gain anything from it. But like a social media seminar, yeah, I feel like that could be very useful. Yeah, I would. I definitely would. I'm tired of going into these men's health seminars talking about prostate. I'm sitting there. I'm 15. I mean, <laughs> it's still important. I know, but I'm not thinking about my prostate at 15 years old. We should. At 15, you never know. I'm starting to think about my prostate now. I'm starting to think just my overall health, like now, because I'm an adult now. I pay bills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, was, I, just, I don't. I didn't need to think about that when I was 15, but I don't know which church seminar you went to that was talking about men's prostate. <laughs> Listen, my church, my my the or I my, don't know my old church and just the circle of churches that I was that I was in. We're talking have, about men's prostate. They would have like men's health seminars, women's health seminars, like all the time. Like the if if we'd have a seminar, most likely it would be a health seminar. Interesting. Or, the only one that I would not be at would be like a, a marriage seminars or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. If they're having a seminar, nine times out of ten, it's gonna be about men's health or women's health. That's interesting. So you're gonna hear about all these all these things. I'm just like, well. I'm just sitting there, just like, oh, okay. <laughs> this doesn't concern me. You guys are old, okay? Take care of yourself. But that's funny. We've got a uh, got some things to talk about. Yeah. So first on the docket, um, Jamaica yes. has been going through some some tough times recently. Yes. Uh, recently there have been reports of floods and landslides in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, it's just been it's it's been a rough time for in, our, our homeland. In particular, like the area where my family on my mom's side grew up is where it's ex- where it's experiencing a lot of the landslides on the hills. I don't even know. Like we don't. I was even asking my aunt today. Like is like my grandma's house is it still intact? Because it's literally like that area where we where we grew up. It's really sad. Like. Like literally, the hillside is just like falling. Yeah, roads are being destroyed. Houses are being washed away. Floods are like going into people's houses in Jamaica. It's 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 it, not yeah. it's not good. I don't know if it's subsided, but we were trying to look up to see if there's like an organization that's giving to relief. Mm. But the unfortunate thing is, a lot of people don't trust a lot of these organizations because unfortunately a lot of people a lot of them like the funds the goods don't actually reach the people so when i asked the question on twitter if there was an organization people just like don't try to look for organization you should just see if you can help out a family individually listen the only organization that i saw i won't name it exactly or who organized it but when I w- looked on Twitter and I looked at the replies under the link, they were like, I wonder why they thought doing this was their best option. Or they were just saying, like, don't don't donate to any organizations at all. Like, don't. There's no assurance that they're going to actually get the money. So I was just like, oh, OK. The, like, there's no, like, legitimate, like, GoFundMe, like, Red Cross isn't doing anything, World Vision, like, nothing nothing's on the internet that's really really sad i'm just assuming that you know i don't know if if we can somehow connect to a family the only way would be like to do a gofundme for that family yeah um 
but yeah you guys get educated on what's happening in jamaica if you do have any relatives down there or know anybody down there please do because we were <coughs> jamaicans have been standing for everything e- everything's been going on in, in 2020 we've been we've been on the front lines showing our support so please show some support for us we, we our people need you right now but this really raises an interesting question now yeah is it the return of barrel season is it the return of barrel season are you thinking barrels are going to be sent down hey guys i'm just saying anytime tragedy hits the tragedy hits back a yard it's the, the barrels come out I definitely think, but and I feel like go missing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people have w- learned because of stuff that just go missing Listen. all the time. When you send down barrels, people don't send barrels anymore. Guys, if you live with your parents and you have valuables, hide them now. People because don't send. If you if you have a pair of shoes that you haven't worn in a long time, make sure your parents see you wearing them. Oh, you're talking about you in your house. No, in not your me, own. No, you're talking about like in your own house and your things yeah. get missing because they get sent in the yeah. barrel. I'm talking about the barrel itself when it reached Jamaica. It's stuff in the barrel get missing because when it goes to custom what? or whatever, whatever, whatever. They're teething out of the of barrel. Of course. For real? Yes. No way. It happens. Oh my god. It happens. I've actually never thought of a possibility of that happening. It happens. That's crazy. Come on. Man. I mean, when I last time, I, not the last time. I think it was like a, a like a time before, a time before. Like I can't remember. I've been to Jamaica a few times. I mean, I bought rum cream, and the people them at the airport teeth out my rum cream, left the box, but teeth out the whole rum cream. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it happens. They do teeth your the people them stuff. That's crazy. It definitely happens. That is wild. I can't even. I can't imagine that. What do you mean you can't imagine? I mean, first of all, I can't imagine because my mom is not like my mom was born in England, but she has Jamaican parents. Mm. So I wasn't necessarily raised like a tradition in a traditional Jamaican home. So I don't have like the barrel experience, but my friends do. So like one time, my 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 boy had like a a pair of Jordans that he was going to resell for like $300. And he comes home and he can't find them. And he asks his dad and he's like, oh, I didn't see you wearing them. So I, <laughs> I took them and I gave them away. And he's like, you did what? And that's happened to to thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other Jamaican kids <laughs> everywhere. And not even just Jamaican kids, African kids and all that stuff like Xbox, Xbox, PS, PlayStation all gone i didn't see you using it i didn't see you wearing it so i put it in the barrel and i sent it down to them they need it you're not using it so you must not need it i'm just like i can't i can't imagine coming home and my stuff is gone because that's my pain. parents yo that's pain stuff that i bought too i i you didn't buy it i i bought it that's pain no nah, that never happened to me though let me find out that never happened to me thank god my, my mom would have known better she definitely would have known better but yeah, guys, keep Jamaica in your Stay prayers. Up. If you do know anything about like relief efforts, let us know. Message us on the Kick Up Podcast Instagram. Follow us on the Kick Up Podcast Instagram as well. We're gonna do a giveaway soon, so look out for that. Look out. 
Yeah, man. What's next? Yo, so unfortunately, I saw some like sad news today. It's been a lot of sad news. That um, CP24 reported that, let me find it, that their uh, staff member at, from a school, Toronto School Board confirms first known death of school staff member due to COVID-19 oh. infection. I was confused because I saw in the docket it says CP24 reports staff member to pass away from COVID. I thought it was a CP24 staff member. No, no, no. Because I was like, y'all better protect Patricia Jagernoff at all costs. Listen. Brandon. Listen. I mean, yeah, but I like Patricia Jagernoff. Brandon. No, we don't care. I know you like the, I know you like the supple chocolatey skin, so. Brandon. Brandon is hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, like. I mean, prayers for this woman. Oh, they they posted who the woman is. Um, they have identified who the staffer is. So it's on CP24. They just updated it literally nine minutes ago of who the the school worker is that died from COVID-19. Um, I don't know if I want to say her name over the air. Just go on to the CP24 site. But prayers to this for this woman's family, her friends, um, I don't know. Like, do you think Doug Ford should sh- shut down these schools again? Like, you're shutting down everything else but the schools. I, I don't understand. I totally, until you mentioned that, I totally forgot that Doug Ford sent the kids to school. Yeah, it still hasn't. It still hasn't registered because I think it's so dumb of an idea to send kids to school like right, like right now. So when they opened back schools, I was like. This is the furthest from a good idea. I just don't understand why schools are open, but everything else, you're it's like... closed. You're closing down restaurants, you're closing down gyms, but schools are open. It just... I don't get it. I don't get it, but... I hope this is a wake-up call now, because... I don't know. Have you ever had a, a teacher pass away while you were in school? No. Man. To have a teacher either, like, leave the school, retire, or pass away, or, like, get married and move away it's heartbreaking as as a student always yeah if you like if you like the teacher especially if you sure. like the teacher if it was like your music for me it was like if it was like my music teacher my music teacher retired one time I, I came back to school fifth grade she wasn't there i was like where where did she go yeah you know and so like that's that's always hard and so i hope this is a wake-up call for premier doug ford and the ontario government to you know close down the schools because but it's a hard it's a hard call because you then you close down the schools then it's like all right then that makes parents again that's gonna have to yeah not work because they're gonna have to homeschool or be with the kids if they're homeschooling and then it's like employers do employers want to give their give their employees time off again yeah the government there there's only so much serb money and stuff that they can give out you know what i'm saying so it's just like it's a hard balance would you have sent your kid to school um i don't know i mean if i'm working from home i don't know it really depends i can't honestly i can't say because if you're working from home it might be easier to be like okay they could stay home but then depends on their age Mm -hmm. if they're younger they're gonna need your attention more so i don't know I don't know what I would do. I thankful I don't have kids right now because, or kids of yeah. I don't. I don't know what the the parents are doing. Like it's tough. It's a tough time to be. I could imagine it's a tough time to be a parent. Not even just like health wise, but even just like 
what's been going on in the world just to be a, a black parent too remember when um i think what's his name the journalist from tnn vaughn something yeah, he's black. He wears glasses. He was oh, like, yeah. he gave like a speech on the air, and mm-hmm. he was crying about how like it's easier to be a dad now. Yeah, because, you know of the new presidency, and it's just like you you don't have a leader in office that that hates you, that openly hates you. Yeah, and yeah. So I I can just imagine how difficult it is to be a parent. Yeah. During, during COVID and during all this stuff. So if you're a parent and you listen to the Kickoff Podcast, shout out to you. Shout out. You are doing the damn thing. Especially single parents. Listen. Y'all y'all are superheroes right now. Y'all are doing it. Keep keep it up. Keep going, keep fighting and Yeah, just try to make if you know a single parent E transfer them five hundred dollars. <laughs> e transfer them fifteen hundred dollars. Right now. Or buy them buy them groceries or something. Right now. I'm joking. Immediately. But yo, Six buzz. Oh boy! <laughs> Again, about them. to bring it back to six. <laughs> what happened? Did you, they just posted something which I just thought was so ridiculous? They reported that two Ugandan gay men have been jailed. I guess because it it's probably illegal to be gay in Uganda. Mm-hmm. They have been jailed for an indefinite period of time or unknown period of time until one of them gets pregnant that they can be let go <laughs> so did they explain that the six months explain how this is supposed to work or they didn't they're they just reporting what i don't know where they got this source from but they literally just reported that um yeah these two ugandan gay men the president, President Yari Museveni, says, "Till one gets pregnant, that's when they will be released." So they're going to jail forever. Uh, essentially, <laughs> basically, because it's not going to happen. Essentially, <laughs> like prayers, prayers to them. <laughs> like I don't know what to say. That is so weird. That's so outlandish. That is so ignorant. Oh man, it's uh, I my head hurts now. How does that uh, I don't know, Crystal? I to, don't know what to say. This has to be this has to be like fake news, like Donald Trump hashtag fake news. But I saw them post that, and I'm just like, I have to bring this up on the pod because no. that is that's mad. That's weird. That's I don't know. It, Two Ugandan gay men. Have to investigate until that. one of them gets pregnant. I'm gonna have to, just because that's that's some. I don't know what that is. So that's just his underhanded way of saying you're going to jail for yep. life. Yep. I mean, you could have just outright and said that, but I mean, you had to just go this take this expedition Idiot- idiotic way. <laughs> this expedition, right? Uh, but I got a question for you, mm-hmm. and it stems from. Um, a statement that a um, friend of the podcast and a, a, a close person to me, shout out to Alicia Harper, the branding babe. She said something on Instagram recently um, that she was addressing a, a specific, an isolated incident uh, situation, and it raised a, a pretty good generic question that I wanted to ask you. This is what she had to say. Hair 
artists within the Toronto area, you need to do better when it comes to communication and booking. I've had way too many bad experiences with makeup artists and hairdressers in Toronto, and it's stuff that could easily be avoided if there was better communication. So Toronto hairdressers, Toronto makeup artists, if you want to be known as the best of the best in your field from a branding point of view, please respond to people's messages. Have better booking systems because you're not going to you're only going to get so far in life if your booking system and your communication is horrible. I'm recording this video. So she had elaborate cuz this video was longer mm -hmm. on her story, but she had elaborated that some of the uh, businesses that she was supporting were black owned. Yeah. They were Toronto based and they were black owned and she expressed how um how hard it is and just the conflict of trying to support your own right but at the same time getting terrible service because mm -hmm. at the end of the day i mean yes i'm black and you're black but that aside like this is a business right it's transactionary and so if your service is bad am i still obligated to support you just because you're a black owned business or just because you're a toronto based business like, right am i and and that's that was kind of the question that was that stuck with me was like well because i've had that that inward conflict as well where it's like okay yes i understand that you know we're supposed to invest our dollar back into the black community and mm -hmm. we're supposed to buy black and support our own but when i go to support sometimes the service is just not where it, it needs to be and it causes a lot of confusion and a lot of frustration and so am i obligated are we obligated as black mm. people to support our own even if the service is terrible what do you think first before i answer <sighs> I don't think we should be. I, I don't I don't think that I sh like just because I'm black I should have to bypass like or tolerate terrible service which is an earmark of wh why you're doing what you're doing because right. sometimes like I it's it, man it's it's difficult because it it there is a double standard with certain things. Let's say with like a Jamaican restaurant Everyone talks about how when you go into a Jamaican restaurant, <laughs> you're getting terrible service. <laughs> but people deal with it because people have a preferred Jamaican spot that they get their food from. And they know that they're not going to get that that product or whatever from somewhere else. Right. So they deal with it. Yeah. But if we're talking about uh, a black makeup artist or a black stylist or a black, um, you know, um, person that does the nails. Nail tech. Nail tech or or even like a black lawyer or a black dentist or whatever. Like if I come into your establishment and I'm trying to support you as a black owned, you know, establishment and your service is terrible, it's easy for me to leave something like that because before I came to support you, I was already getting the same thing yeah. somewhere else from someone else with better service. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's hard because it's like, I want to be able to support you and see you go far and, you know, give us more representation in the marketplace but i'm not trying to come in come in and like i said last episode your face <laughs> is just sour <laughs> i shouldn't i shouldn't have to tolerate that just because i'm black i um i agree i don't think i think the key word there is should i don't think you should feel like you still have to um support uh any company if they're giving you horrible service um whether they're black or not and just because you're black i don't think you should have to support another black company 
just because they're black. I mean, service needs to be on point. Level of excellence needs to be on point. But the other side to it is that a lot of these same people that say they won't support a black company because they got bad service will still go and support an Asian-owned company. Even if they get bad service, they're still going to go back and support them. For example, how many of us can think of, um, I don't know, going, getting our nails done from the Vietnamese woman and they're talking in their language amongst themselves and who knows what kind of thing they could be saying mm. and some of them be talking all rough and tough to, <laughs> to you and like scraping out your heel back and all these things. But you still go back to mailing to get your nails done because you like the way mailing does your nails. You know what I'm saying? Or the convenience of their prices or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of us still deal with or put up with, you know, mediocre or bad service from other um, nationalities. But when it comes to our own, it's almost like we have less grace, which I don't think is um, right. But I get what she's saying. Like, there needs to be a level of excellence. But there also be there needs to be a level of grace as well, especially if they're smaller business mm-hmm. and they're like coming up. There's a lot of kinks that they might still need to work out. Communication might be a big one, but and communication is a very big one. Me, my business, I make sure I I communicate with my customers right away. I don't even wait for them to come and ask me when is something going to be shipped out. Right. If I know if I know that something's going to be delayed, I'm making sure I'm messaging them, emailing sending out email right away hi this is delayed this is whatever whatever is going on so none of them can say diddly squat oh they don't know what's going on like communication what she said is huge and that's a very important part of your business right but i think also we need to give a little bit of grace as well because other other cultures will go and support their own with the bad service and all they will get bad service from their own people and they will still go back and support just because they know they need to support their own people. Is it grace, really? Or is it, like, because the, the struggle of having, like, a black-owned business implicitly is, like, you're not getting any support. And so if we're, the, if we're coming to support you because nobody else is supporting you, I feel like, I don't know, no one else really ha- holds, like, black businesses accountable for their for like their standard of of excellence so it's just like if no one else is going to tell you like you're doing this wrong then who will and and i don't think there's nothing i don't think there's anything wrong with saying you're doing this wrong but you can say listen that you're doing this wrong or you can improve on this and still support them but we're still bad man you can still support them we don't want to take a talking to yeah but some people they just don't want to support just one bad experience and they're done. I, I that that to me is not showing grace. If you get one bad bad nail nail thing, are you going back? I have done it before, and so on tons of and every girl can say they've done it before. I've gone back to the same barber after getting a. You know what I'm saying? And yo. Some bar. I mean, I we always talk about. We never really talk about the dark side of, of of a barber relationship, you know. 
Well, because I don't go to the barber, so I don't know. Not nice. But you've gone back to like a bad nail tech though, because you just needed your nails done. I've gone back if they've done it like it wasn't high quality. I've gone back to that same establishment. I might have asked maybe for a different technician, technician, but I've gone back to the same establishment. I just I just find another salon. I couldn't deal with I couldn't deal with the secondhand embarrassment. So it's like, why can't we show? A little bit of grace. Um, I mean, because, yeah, like, like I said, they do it for each other. Like, I see and I have and I hear, like, some of my South Asian friends, like, a lot of them talk about dealing with their own kind. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them hate dealing with their own kind. A lot of them, they don't like, like, they don't. I shouldn't say a lot. The, the, like, two or three that I've had conversations with before they've mentioned that they don't like dealing with their own kind. It was like Indian and Chinese? No, their own kind. Like, so Indian and Indian. Okay. They don't like dealing with their oh, own kind. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But they still will deal with their own kind because they know the importance of keeping the business and keeping the wealth in the community. And their dollar shows for it. Whether or not they like dealing with them or not, they will still deal with them because they rather deal with the feisty Indian man than go put their money in a Asian person, an, a Chinese person's pocket or a black person's pocket. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like it's just black people were just so quick to dismiss one another. I get one bad, I get one bad service. I get one ad attitude. I get one katai. She don't respond to me um, within a certain amount of time. Then I'm done. But I think it raises a deeper issue because, like, if I go into your establishment, like, if I if I'm going into a, like a black law law clerk, like I've no, for example, I've had a black dentist before, mm -hmm. and sometimes we've gone in there and like there's there'll be a girl at the desk where she's just she's not hospitable, like you don't you don't look like you want to be there, or even like if you're the one like actually like performing the service, maybe you don't have employees, you, like you just look like you don't want to. You're giving one-word answers, and you're yeah. just cold and standoffish. You don't look like you're enjoying yourself. Like it's just like you you bring that same nine-to-five attitude to your like to your entrepreneurial pursuit. And if you're gonna have that demeanor, then you're not built for to be an entrepreneur. Like you can't yeah you can't be or, going on like you're punching a clock when this is something you say that you want to do and you want to do for the people. Like or on. you need to hire someone kind of like what Alicia said or you need to hire someone to deal it for you deal with the communication portion um if that's what it is because communication is very important because i feel so like it's a two it's a two-fold thing it's a two-way street because at the same time it's just like you can't just i feel like certain people just like they have an idea and it's like okay i can make this a business i can make money off of it but they don't know the like the whole scope of what makes like a business and part of that is hospitality people have got to like you yeah like that's how you get like returning customers yeah i don't know how sunrise does it because their their customers just like just look at the over at the counter like what you want <laughs> sunrise is not uh, they've gotten better they've gotten better and it's not every single sunrise location yes it's most of them but it's not every single sunrise location. You know what? Their food is good. That's why they keep getting customers. Mm. It's com it's good. It's convenient. It's like it's they usually and again, there's been times when I went to Sunrise and they don't have stuff. But for the most part, oh compared to a lot of other like maybe one off Jamaican restaurants, they usually have they usually have the food in 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 stock. In stock, yeah. 
And they're so, open earlier than the other restaurants. Yeah, so that's why I think a lot of people still go to Sunrise as well. Of course. Because it's like, I go to one place, they don't have it. I can probably bet that Sunrise will probably have it. And their breakfast. That's the only time I go to Sunrise is for breakfast. Oh, yeah? That's it. They've got some mean porridge. They've got some... When they have plantain, they have plantain. They so, usually always have plantain. So, shout out to Sunrise. Send us a check. We'll sponsor you guys. But um, Or you can sponsor us. But um, Yeah, big sponsor. Big sponsor. But I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if you heard the news. You probably did. Lashana Lynch has been recently been cast as the new 007. People were confused to thinking that she was the new James Bond. That's not what she is, but she is the new 007. Um, and people were, you know, they people claimed it or they championed it as, you know, it's a it's a great moment for, you know, this black actress, you mm-hmm. know, coming into this role as the new 007 and and stuff like that. And I was just like, well, is it? Why? Would is it, it really? I feel like this is more of an individual accomplishment than like a collective like black accomplishment. And the reason I say that is for the same reason that um they that that um when they announced that um the little mermaid would mm-hmm. be a black would be a black girl. Mm-hmm. And they show it's like one of the girls from Gronish or something like that. No, it's the girl from Hallie and Right, Chloe. her. Yeah, she they were on Gronish. Oh, okay. Um and I was just like, why are we, like, ex- excited about, like, a re- a black adaptation of a white character? We're excited. I don't think it's so much they're excited about a black adaptation of a white character. I think they're excited to, for the fact that black women, black actors, black men are being casted in roles that are not stereotypical. It's... Now they're giving us opportunities to be like, to be a badass, to be a mystical creature, to be a lawyer, to be a nurse, to be a uh, a mother. Like they're like we're having more. We have more opportun- opportunities to be everyday people that we are. Whereas a lot of us didn't have those opportunity opportunities before. They were always given to a white person, and the black person always had to be a a certain a certain character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, it's you're happy because you're like doors, opportunities are opening up, and it's breaking down stereotypical roles. Like people see 007 as supposed to be played by a white male, mm-hmm. but it's like nah, like this role can be played by a black female. So and she will and she will probably kill it and I think that's why it's so many people are excited about it. Well, I'm glad that they made the distinction that she's not like they didn't cast her as like the new James Bond because James Bond is a white man. Yeah. And I will like I I won't see the point if they decided to like make James Bond a black man. I won't see the point. I don't. Weren't they trying to make it just Alba the yes? New James Bond? And I was like, why? I don't feel like, uh, and the the thing with with you know how they they casted white characters is that they were given original characters, and we're here like excited over a black person getting the same character that was originally like I don't care 
like the, the little mermaid movie will come out and it'll be great and whatever but the little mermaid will still always be wiped i mean but they're like she's a fake character so why can't she be black she's not real and she's disney she's she might as well be real <laughs> yeah but the thing is like she's not so why can't she be played by a white person, but a black I, person? My whole thing is just like, why are we excited when they just decide to take something that was already white and be like, okay, it, like it's just things that they're not using. Because they're revamping it. But why can't we get something that like that's our own, like that's original? But like, they make be, an original black character. They do have a lot of original black characters. Then why didn't they give us one? What do you mean? The, my whole thing is like, I don't want to see like just us getting just excited over us over them being like okay we're not using this so, so we're gonna you, revamp it and make it black well what would you rather i would rather them like if for disney like make um uh, like when they made um what's it called the princess and the frog mm-hmm. when they made a black princess they didn't just like okay we're not using cinderella so we're just gonna make cinderella black but to they, just appease the black audience like make a black character you can do it you you have the writers you have the money you can make and they an are and they are doing it, but they're also revamping older characters as well. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I'm happy for her. I don't think that like this is like a, a useless thing or anything like that. Like this is this is very much so big, and the Little Mermaid is very much so big. But I'm just like, for me, I would rather the industry give us the opportunity to, you know, because. Other act James Bond has had the has had the opportunity and the ability to evolve. You know, people have grown with James Bond. You know, yeah. even though he's had different characters, I don't think we've had a character like like a star in like a movie or anything like that where it's a black lead, and they've had the ability that lead has or that role has evolved so much where it's they have been casted three or four times, but it's it stays like a. the the same archetype like it's still a black woman or it's still a black man we haven't had that and so just to just to see them just give us you know a revamp is nice but i'm just like is it enough and should we be getting just like all excited just over that like should we demand more i think people are demanding more for sure and black people are also creating their own content as well um but I do think you can be excited over it as well. I don't think you. I don't think being excited for it doesn't mean that you're not demanding more. You're excited for it because you see a stride in a positive direction. But you can still also demand more as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with being excited about it. You know, I've actually never watched the 007 movie. Neither have I. Really. Nope. I would have thought you did because you know you're the you're the one always clowning me on my age. This movie was out long before I was alive. There's been lots of movies out long before <laughs> you're alive. Doesn't mean I'm gonna watch them all. But I thought, but you knew what's it called? What's his name that died? He was the original 007. He was a racist. Yeah, but I'm, I didn't watch it. I never. I didn't watch it. Crystal's a fraud, guys. How's that a fraud? <laughs> I I don't watch every single movie that ever comes out. I. You're the movie buff, so I would have thought that she would have at least watched like one 007. Movie film. buffs are even more particular about the type of movies that they watch. You think, really? Yes. I barely watch movies, and I and I don't know why you buff. can. I don't know why you keep considering me as a movie buff. You, you're the one Sorry. that put that title. Film enthusiast. You're the not even that. <laughs> I even that. You're the one that put that title on me. I never put that title on myself. 
just because someone acts in the industry does not mean they're a movie buff. You realize there's a difference, right? Well, I would I would assume that you would be a fanatic of the culture if you're in like if, if, if I you're don't, involved. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You might love acting. You might love the art of acting. Doesn't necessarily mean you watch every single movie like that. There's so many actors out there, big time actors that you know that don't watch movies like that. Really? So many. So many. Um so yeah, don't I mean, I don't think the two necessarily have to be related. Well, speaking of careers, and we're going to get to that last question because I really do want to get to that. But I saw something interesting on the Shade Room where uh, a YouTube star mm-hmm. named DDG, also known as Pontiac Made DDG, also known as Dwayne, okay. um, was said in an interview that he makes six figures on you per month on mm. YouTube. I believe that. Well, I believe it too. He's like a really big, really big YouTube star. Mm. But I was just like, that's a career. Basically. Like people make that in a year. Mm-hmm. Six figures in a year and he makes it per month. Would you allow your child to pursue a, a career in, so, in social media? Yeah. I feel like that's like the way that things are going. Digital. Our traditional career paths Content. Don't wave anymore? Honestly, it's really it's like a dying cause. So if if your child was like, yo, I wanna I'm gonna pursue TikTok. I'm not gonna mm, go to school. No, no, no. He can't can't do that. Definitely can't do that. I mean You can do it on the side and if you blow then you blow, but you're still gonna go to school. You're still gonna have a you know, education. You're still gonna know the fundamentals of life and everything but you're not going to be like i'm not going to school because i'm doing no no i mean hey, you can like, definitely do it on the side there are courses and classes on like how to make money via social media. you go on the internet and like you can just learn how to make money via social that media. is the wave i even just dropped a youtube video again another plug about making money doing content creation because that's that's the way that's the way people that's the way that this world is going so if i can go to school and pay thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars for a certificate i can go to a workshop and and spend a couple a couple dollars on a a youtube workshop and that's my school no you can and there's a lot of people out there that are making YouTube masterclass workshops cuz they're realizing that more and more people especially in this pandemic when people are realizing that they're losing their jobs and the only thing that's still content is obviously stuff that you could do virtually which is like YouTube, podcasts, whatever. So that's why a lot of people have created me included created YouTube channels during the pandemic. A lot of podcasts got birthed during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of online courses got birthed during the pandemic so it's it's tiktok is the app that it is now because of the pandemic exactly so yeah it's honestly it's it's the way that things are going man i got on tiktok a little bit before like i got on tiktok in november and not a lot of people were paying attention to it, it was, they were just like oh it's just another app but tiktok then- i had a tiktok and then i deleted it because Why? i was just like this is just it's too much. I like it's too many apps. Like it's Instagram, it's Twitter, it's it's too much. And I just yeah, it was annoying me. I mean, you had a lot of stuff back in your day too. You had what? You had T Dot Wire. 
had black but they weren't on our phone so we weren't getting constant bombardment of of stuff so your your tab your tab at the bottom of your laptop wasn't orange because of all the notifications that's that's how the girls that could fight toxic girls they had just notifications just open just all just (laughs) blinking they wouldn't answer any of them just blinking of all the, MSN all, the, all the MSN messages and all that stuff just just had everything open on their laptop. Yeah, but that that was just on your laptop. You now know what I'm saying? Now it's everywhere. And now it's like on your phone, like it's on you all the time. Like it's too much. It was too much. And I honestly feel like TikTok is kind of for. I mean, I'm sure there's older people, but I feel like TikTok is more for the. It's younger, made. It's made for kids. The younger kids. They, because I mean, Vine was for everyone. I guess that's what TikTok has just morphed into, and people have made like kids are making like a career. Uh, they just yeah. launched They just launched their creator fund where you make money off of the videos that you post and the views that you receive and stuff like that. So they're becoming like an actual like con- t- contestant now in like the social media wars. And so mm-hmm. I don't know if my if my because now it's like social media is not just like a in the earlier days where it's just like try it out and let's see like this is a viable career option it's like, a viable. anyone can get started anyone can do it yep does it register to you like because you have got like what five thousand followers on instagram yeah see celebrity how is that celebrity you know how small <laughs> five thousand is but in realistically do you know how big no, five thousand. No, five thousand is. is actually small, and it's also it's not just a matter of five thousand people. You can have two thousand people, and ninety percent of your followers are more engaged. And you can have five thousand people, and only twenty percent of your followers are engaged. But in like, I think five thousand people on social media, like that view gets skewered in terms of like, like in comparison to like a room full of five thousand people. Does that re- does it register to you like no that many because not you? no because it will register to me when like the engagement matches. That's true. That's true. Because on my TikTok, I have what I have forty two thousand followers on TikTok. You have TikTok? Yeah, I've had TikTok since like last November. Forty two thousand. Forty two thousand. What do you post on TikTok? It's so like it, it's just like. So why do you promote our podcast on your TikTok? I do. I do. Yes, I do. Because I have a link in my profile and all the, and all that stuff, but it's the TikTok one doesn't feel real because again they're kids and kids' attention span is like that small. So, yeah. And be, because of their algorithm, like they're putting videos on your page of like people you don't even know. So it's like so there's always something new. So you're not always looking at the person that you follow all the time on like yeah. Instagram and stuff like that. So it, the engagement, like you have to be really funny or really good or really engaging in order for them to like really be engaging with you. But sometimes I look at it and I'm just like, yo, when a, when a post does well, like it, it does well. Yeah. And like you see like. I think my highest my highest post is like six hundred thousand something. Yeah. So and it doesn't really doesn't register like yo like some of us have really got like stadiums of people in our pocket. Mm-hmm. That's just how things have evolved, and so it's just like I don't I honestly can't say I would know what to do if my child came to me and being like even if he did have like viable proof like hey dad like I've got like five thousand followers on on youtube let me let me let me put school on pause and pursue this 
I would say no, you cannot put school on pause. You're going to finish it, but you can do this on the side. So you can record your videos after school. In high school, school finishes at like what, two? Listen, I don't know if you like are a gamer. Like you do play video games at all? Not like that. I'm trying to get the PS5, which seems very highly let, impossible. Let me, t- let me talk about this PS5, <laughs> yo. Let me talk about this 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 godforsaken PlayStation 5. Listen. Because I've never seen how grown men beg dash away their dignity like beg. this. <laughs> <laughs> for a PS5, Xbox mans don't do that. Okay. Oh, so you're ex- you're an Xbox Listen, man. Listen, I'm a real man. I play Xbox. Okay? Wow. I've seen the most. Uh, it's been disgraceful watching <laughs> men just just dash out themselves. They were literally flinging oh. out their <laughs> flinging out their front <laughs> for a PS5. <laughs> like mans were flinging out wood. For no! a PS5, like they were, ri- they were really risking it all for a PS5. Like they oh were offering up everything. <laughs> you're, you're buying a PS5 for yourself, or for your man. I would buy for myself, for myself, for sure. I would definitely buy a PS5 for myself. What are you playing on PS5? I don't know. Batman, Two K. Arkham, Spider Man. I mean, I could find so many. I love adventure games. I love adventure games. But the thing is, like, even, even fighter games. Yeah, Capcom Street Fighter. Definitely. Yeah, Street Fighter. Like, I would definitely play those Mortal games. Mortal Kombat. Racing games. Mm, those were those were that was my. I play NBA two. I don't know what it is. 2K, 3K. <laughs> 3K? <laughs> I don't know what it I don't know what it's at right now. 4K, NBA, 5K. What is it at right now? I don't even know. <laughs> Why are you dying? Like I don't understand. It's what? It's NBA 2K. Okay, well, I don't know if it goes up every <laughs> release that comes up. Like, I don't know if it's 3K. The year, the year goes up, so it would be like 2K20, 2K21. 2K okay. 20. That's the title of the episode, NBA 3K. No, that's not the, ti- <laughs> no, the title. No, that's not the title. That's not the title. That is oh not my the God. title. Oh, my God. But to my point is that gaming now has even become a viable career option. The most highest paid gamer right now is a, is a white guy named Ninja, and he just plays Fortnite online all the time. Just on how like much does he get paid? Millions of dollars to play each, Fortnite. Each yo, he'll just stream and just play Fortnite, and millions of kids will watch him. Hey, I can't hate on those people. Like I Twitch and all them places, like they sign into a contract to just stream to their platform. So like I can't hate on those people. They found a way to make millions of dollars doing what they love. Can you the, really hate? That's the thing, though. Like think things are really like expanding where like you can join a tournament like a 2k tournament and win like hundreds of thousands of dollars if your parents just let you just like some kids just like yo my parents just let me skip school or my parents let me like listen off of college for a year and i was able to pay them back and because of the money that i got if i see that my son or daughter is really good at something and like i don't know i don't personally i don't even know if i'll let my son or daughter get into gaming like that i just don't think that's healthy like i think there's a lot of health 
factors involved in that. Just being a gamer, sitting on your ass for hours on end. Yeah. Yeah, no. But, like, if they are a content creator and they're really good and I see that they're really good and they're gaining traction. Or if they're, like, a musician. Or a musician. Um, again, they're still going to have to finish school. So even if they're, like, picking up gigs or going this, okay, you're still going to finish school. So whether it's that you finish school online, so you're taking your courses while you're on the road or whatever, because people do that. Marcel, Mar- Marcia, Mar- Mar- that young girl that's on, like, Blackish, or she was on Grownish. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's still in school. The girl's only 16, but she's still in school. She does her schooling, like, she's online. Booked. And she's booked and busy. Listen. You can be booked and busy, but you're still going to finish your courses. So even if that's, you, we hire a private teeter, teacher, <laughs> a private teacher... For you to come and do your classes, you know, at 4 p.m. if that's when your schedule is, you will do them. Man. So you won't be, you won't, because one thing that I don't want to be is the type of parent that discourages my child away from, like, their dream. Like, if they're good at something, I want to push them, like, towards it. I don't want to be like, oh, you need to get a profession because. No, I'm not going to say you need to get a profession, but you need to at least have the very basics of a university or college degree. So you wouldn't like, you couldn't be a parent in like the one and done era. Like if your student, if your child was an athlete, and in time where they could go straight to the league from high school, you would say that they need to they need to go to college. You need to you need to finish a course. You need to do something. You can go straight to the league after high school. You can go straight to the league after high school, but you're still going to do some courses. I'm sorry, you because. Education. The education is um, a lot of it is going to university isn't just about like getting a paper. It teaches you a lot of like critical thinking. It teaches you how to like manage um, just different relationships with people. You learn a lot. You learn a lot of things when you're in a university setting. It's not even so much the courses per se. It's a lot of the critical thinking that you learn. Then let me just walk on the campus for a year. I don't want to have to no, pay no, no, no. thousands it's, it's in of the, dollars. It's in the actual courses. To take courses that I think I don't need. It's in. The, you don't have to take courses you don't need in university. You no, because sometimes when you when you like when you go into a program like there's all of these like these electives and stuff that you're forced to take, but you feel like you're just sitting there, just like why am I this? This has nothing to do with what I want to do. I get that, but. That's why I say you can either do courses online to get a certificate or you can do um, college because college is usually more curtailed to specific things. Yeah. But, yeah, you have to have something. <sighs> well, hopefully my, my I get the easy way out and my, my child just wants to be a, a pharmacist or something. I don't have to fight them to go to school. <laughs> Because honestly, if my child doesn't want to go to school, they don't necessarily have to unless they can prove to me that they have another way of gaining income. Because the one thing that they're not going to do is just sit up in my house. Yeah, doing, definitely doing not. Definitely not. So you have to be about something. Definitely you can't just not. be a tech rig. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not. They have to do something. They have to. Yeah. So last question. Yeah. If you can go back and live in any era, what would it be? 
Now, I didn't I didn't like this question at first because you put this question. Yeah. And I'm just like, every other era other than, like, recently wasn't doing so well for black people. So yeah. I, I didn't know. I was just like, because uh, I'm just going to have to settle for this one. But I think I'd have to pick the early 2000s for me. Mm. Why? Yo, the early 2000s. I'm convinced that the year that I was born was, like, the sweet spot of the 90s. It was just... It was just as the millennium was coming and the year 2000 came with so many just like new new and improved stuff Mm. and great music and great movies and great TV shows. But at the same time, the 90s was so good. Yeah. And it wasn't like it, it wasn't like the 90s was declining when it started to come to an end. Like the 90s was still going strong. 1997, like that's when like. That's around the time like Fresh Prince came out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So '90s was still putting out like bangers and like, like the 2000s for me is the most because I mean obviously that's the era that I grew up in as a child. Yeah. So everything that I know, like the internet and Facebook and and role playing games and and all the fashion trends and music and crack that soldier book. Like I yeah. I remember vividly standing in front of a computer when YouTube like recently came a thing and learning the crack that soldier boy dance for hours yeah yeah like that's a part of that's a part of my childhood and that happened within that era and it's just like i don't know it's just a lot of good times within the yeah within the 2000s era 106 in park and rap city and college hill and i just miss like that's when like cable tv was bumping yeah always something on tv and so i think if i had to go back to any era that's when that's the era that would give me the least problems. In the nineties, uh, the t- early two thousands, early two thousands, man. That you got served big jersey, <laughs> do it for little Saint era, man. Absolutely, basement jams. I didn't go to any. She said it, not me. She said it. Christelle yeah, said it. Yeah, I went. What basement jam? Uh, are you a lot going of people to? went. What do you mean? What but you were too young to go. Okay. You I wasn't were, too young. You they were, were having basement jabs for people my age. You were too young. They were having all ages events. I just didn't go. I had tearing service. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at prayer meeting. But um, learning about men's prostate. <laughs> That's what Carlos what, was doing. What what era would you live in if you could go back to any? Era? I would pick two. I would pick probably like the seventies. Um, cause I feel like the seventies was kind of like segregated. It was segregated, but it was also a little bit now, this might be some of my ignorance and I'm thinking maybe I don't really know too much about American history. Like if I'm saying seventies in America, I think it was segregated, but it was also like a lot of black communities were thriving in the seventies. Mm-hmm. You like, you know, that's when they, especially like Tulsa, you know when they had they literally had black wall street like the black it was like literally black everything black doctors black lawyers like the black community was booming and thriving and people were kind of obviously there's still a lot of racism and segregation in jim crow i believe still in the 70s -hmm. but people you know there's a lot more black icons being emerged in the 70s and you know a lot of Especially in the music and the television disco industry, was at its peak. disco, you know, soul train, yeah, funk, music, you know, all that stuff. 
funk music, you know, Harry Belafonte, all those people were starting to thrive. Cindy Portier, like, you know, so I think it was kind of like the real beginning of black excellence yeah. was starting to really take preeminence in the 70s. Jackson 5 was popping out. You know what I'm Got saying? First glimpse of Michael Jackson. Yeah, I think like black pride because the 60s was rough, like 60s was like civil unrest and all the stuff a lot of stuff happening yeah a lot of stuff in the 60s but i think 70s things are a little starting to mellow out a bit Mm -hmm. and like black people were just really starting to like come into their own so i think that would have been an interesting time to live in and i and i would want to live in the north north america Mm. north of of uh, of america not the south Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to live in alabama and them places (laughs) yeah no um, and then if not the seventies, then it'd be the nineties, because the nineties is like the nineties was my 90s my was decade. Nineties was my decade. You know, I got to experience all of the nineties, mm. legit all of the nineties, because I was born in nineteen ninety. So, really? what was that like? What do you mean? What was it like? Just experiencing, just like, because the nineties is arguably like the the best decade. It was everything. It was. It is the best decade. Like hands you, down. Like you grew up. Like what was it like seeing like Michael Jordan on TV? What was it like? Nineties. Destiny's Child was like, grow the up? best. Everything popped off in the nineties. Like because you know I still had. Because I think you were born after like Tupac and Biggie died. Oh yeah, I was born ninety seven. Yeah, so at least I was still I was still around when they were you know around. Um and especially because I was born in the early 90s, we still had a lot of the 80s influence with fashion, with, with hip-hop, with all that stuff, with movies, um, and, like, just, like, the music, like, Spice Girls, that was the height of boy bands, like, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, I mean, like, that was more late 90s, I think, but yeah. it was the fashion the black movies during that time, the black sitcoms. Spike Lee was going crazy. The toys. Oh, yeah. The games. Cartoons. The cartoons, Pokemon, you know. Let's, like, bro, we can, trading cards. We can Tamagotchi, like, talking about, yeah. all the games that came out in the 90s was, like, the candies. Like, even candies back then was elite. They had so many variety of candies that they don't even have nowadays. Like, the 90s was just, like, just food Nost- was better. It was just nostalgic. Like it was like the best decade. It was literally the best decade. I can't argue with that. It was the best decade. I would have loved to grow up in the nineties. Yeah, it was the best decade. There was a lot that I, cause I'm, I'm still old enough where I, re- where I can kind of relate. Obviously, I wasn't alive for the whole nineties decade, but I still grew up with some of those influences. But at the same time, I'm still new enough where I can, these these new kids that don't know anything, like yeah. I. I actually saw a video on Six Buzz that upset me so much because they showed like some Gen Zs, some some like white girls. They're like they showed a picture of a TikTok star. Her name is Dixie D'Amelio. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, keep hearing that girl's name, bro. She's like an she's annoying. Famous. When I say like she's kids, very famous, she ha- I, I for saw, nothing. I saw a video of her on Snapchat. She was complaining about the fact that she has like a hundred million followers. Yeah. She's like, oh, I wish I had two hundred million or something like that. These kids, man. But then they showed them a picture of her, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's Dixie D'Amelio, no problem." Then they showed them a picture of Michael Jackson, and they're like, "Who is that?" And they were like, 
I don't I don't know. And I got so mad. I had yeah. to put down my phone. I was like, is this what is this what we've really come to? The, if, Am I like that? Hold on. T- test me on some test me on some 90s trivia right I now. I don't I can't test you on some 90s trivia off the top of my head. Cuz I do, that's the one thing that I fear is being like that oblivious. Obviously, I know there was some there'd be some things that I wouldn't know cuz it's just beyond my time, but I'm just like to be th- that's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like world-renowned pop star Michael Jackson. Everyone on the planet knows who Michael Jackson is. Everyone. So that was just. Yeah, that makes no sense because my kids in Japan, when I was living in Japan, my kids knew Michael Jackson. Everyone knows. Like, and if you were to ask them who Beyonce is, like Beyonce, yeah. I, f- I feel is, yo, we could have that conversation because if people don't know who Michael Jackson is, but I mean, his his career was longer. Obviously, we know that, but people still know who Beyonce is. Yeah. She's got something to say about her stardom. Yeah. Let's start putting a little bit more respect on Beyonce now. Come well, like now. I said, she's like the she's like the female Michael Jackson. Trust me. She really is. Yeah, man. All right. You ready? Yep. One gotta go. Fries edition. <laughs> <laughs> after this, I might have to get some because I'm hungry now. Don't kill me. But um, McDonald's. Popeyes, Wendy's, or Five Guys. I didn't want to put Burger King on there because I don't know if you eat Burger King or Burger King's fries, and I don't really like them, so that would be a little bit more easier for me to just say Burger King. But those are our options. McDonald's, Popeyes, Wendy's, and Five Guys. So what is first off the board to stay for you? McDonald's. Mm. I feel like McDonald's is the, the king of all kings Come when it comes God. to fries. King of all kings. <laughs> love. All right. Yeah, so. Absolutely. McDonald's is first to say. I agree. We all know. Like, I don't think anyone can really argue that. Like, yep. has there anyone come out with. Well, there's actually. There are, there are better fries than McDonald's, but they're not on this list. Ooh. But on this list, <laughs> McDonald's is definitely the first to stay. <laughs> who's fr- no, but for real, like whose fries do you think is better than McDonald's fries? Swishelay. That's true. That's true. I should have put that on this list. I totally forgot about Swishelay, and I used to work there for two years. Yeah, hate that place. But anyways, <laughs> Swishelay's fries is way better. It's bumping because they cut the potatoes fresh they there. Do. I used to work yeah, at Swishelay too. Yeah, they do. They do cut it fresh. I totally forgot they do. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that's that was a not a, a great two years, but we thank God. <laughs> <laughs> First off the board for me is McDonald's as well. McDonald's is not going anywhere. Everyone that knows me knows that I love McDonald's. I've eased up on eating it as often as I used to mm. because you know, having a teenage metabolism, you just eat everything. Right. Um I remember the days where I used to like we used to just I don't know. I don't know what it is about just like teenage boys and this pride about having to like eat more than the next man like why am i going to mcdonald's like looking back now i'm just like why at 15 was i going to mcdonald's and ordering three junior chickens i don't know why <laughs> but like all my guy friends growing up it was like a thing for it them to order competition some copious amount of foods like why like literally sometimes when i i go out with some of my guy friends like my or like my younger brothers yeah 
and they're ordering McDonald's and they're like, oh, can I get three cheeseburgers? <laughs> um, a big extra large fries. Uh, two two apple pies, <laughs> chicken nuggets, um, and maybe another apple pie, and and I think I want a Big Mac. Facts. I'm just like, why are you sharing that? No, 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 it's for me. And like, to the face, it. to and the face, absolutely. I don't know what it was that we just had to compete with each other and just order all of this food, but. I'm not. I'm not on that wave anymore. I and they and they, you guys would eat no, it. No, we eat it all. Absolutely, in like under t- under ten minutes. Box it down. Facts. Don't know where it went. <laughs> yeah, because it's usually the skinny guys that order like that. Facts. Hey man, I don't know what it was, but gone are the days. I'm an adult now. <laughs> but what's second off the list for you? Um, to stay. I don't really order from these people a lot but from what i remember about their fries i would say it's pretty good i would say they're kind of reminds me a bit of like the more natural uh homemade ish fries mm-hmm. so i would say five guys mm. would be next to stay on the same page you're on the same yeah. page five guys is good I, five guys is expensive though are they yo their fries not just their fr- like the the whole meal Mm. It's just even though like people love going there, but it's a pretty penny to get a to get a meal from Five Guys or a burger. Yeah, from five guys. I don't order from Five Guys often, but from what I do remember, their fries are pretty good. It is, it is, and they put like extra fries in the bag. They just dash some in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But it's like fourteen bucks for like their like their mm. just meal. Cl- their classic. Yeah, because I guess because like it's. Like the ground beef or what? Like the patty is like fresh; it's not frozen, or so I they say. Don't care, Wendy's <laughs> is supposedly not frozen either, and it's it's like nine bucks to get a Dave single. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, Five Guys is supposed to be known as more of like the elite Angus type of yeah, type of burger. Like yeah, homemade. homemade. Yeah, like yeah. So I I get it, but it's still good. Their fries are really good. So is that next for you? That that's yeah, that's staying for me too. Which leaves the last two options: Popeyes or Wendy's. Popeyes or Wendy's. Um, this one I will think. And again, I don't really eat from them as much, but usually when I order from this place, I don't get their fries. Mm. I usually get their like mashed potatoes. Mm. So I think for me, Popeyes can go. Really? Yeah. Popeye's fries can go. Wendy's can stay. Mm, why Wendy's? Because I don't really order Popeye's fries, and Popeye's fries don't really do appeal you, to me. Do you particularly like like Wendy's fries? Or is it just because you don't eat Popeye's fries? I think Wendy's fries is better than Popeye's fries. If you say so. That, that That's where we differ, because the one to go for me is Wendy's fries. Yeah. It's just Wendy's fries. Wendy's fries, to me, is kind of reminiscent of Harvey's fries, and I like Harvey's fries. Don't even say that name to me. You don't I You don't, don't like, like Harvey's I fries? I like Harvey's, period. Harvey's burgers is good, bro. No, what? Mm. Yo, Harvey's has good. Do you like Burger King? 
I recently I recently started eating Burger King again. I I would like have like little Whopper Junior meals and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And because they have my favorite soda, which is Cherry Coke. But um yeah, I'm not like too heavy eating Burger King. If I go to fast food, I'm mainly going to go to McDonald's, but Harvey's don't And the even thing say is that name and the me. thing is like if I'm going to eat fast food, I am avoiding McDonald's. Where are you going? For me, if I'm going to fast food, I feel like I'm probably going to like a Burrito Boys mm. or a Chipotle. Mm. So it's not as bad. If I start eating Burrito Boys again, I won't stop. I don't know what it is. Like every time I start eating burritos or or like Subway. If I start eating Subway, I won't stop for a month. It's addicting. It's addicting. Subway Subway's not that addicting. Subway's good. What do you get from Subway? I get the chicken teriyaki sub. The sweet, that the one's sweet good. teriyaki. Yo, with some toasted I, pita. I usually get the what? the meatball one. I'm afraid that makes a mess. Have you had fire subs? No. If you want to get addicted, go to fire subs. Ten times better than Subway. Next week, I will have my review on fire subs. <laughs> I have my Why are we naming all these places and none of them are paying None us? of them are cutting the check. Hey, yo. You guys need to fix up. But yes, um, Popeyes is staying for me. I really don't like Popeyes, to be honest. I had their. Did you have their chicken sandwich? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Don't lie. I did. Mm. I don't. I don't believe you. I did. I did. The first time I had it, I didn't like it, but I think because I sat on it a while, it got kind of cold. So I'm just like, <laughs> let me give it a fair chance. Let me Why get it again. Why you never eat anything fresh, Crystal? What do you mean? I eat things fresh all the time. You gave me stale donuts the last the last <laughs> week, sir. They were an hour. They were an hour late, sir. Not late, but they were an hour like uneaten. So you want me to come straight from straight fresh. straight from um 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 Krispy Kreme to your house which is like a 25 30 minute drive. Yes. So they would have been at least 30 minutes old. It would have still been a little Shut little up. <laughs> Shut the hell up, okay? <laughs> that concludes our episode, guys. <laughs> oh man, thank you so much guys for coming. Um, out to another episode of the Kick Up Podcast. We really do appreciate this. Is episode six now? Can you believe it? Yes. Is it episode six? I yes. want to be correct. It is. It's episode six. You guys have been great. We've been getting great reception. You know, from the podcast, people have been DMing me saying that they really enjoy the podcast. People have been leaving reviews, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Please keep doing that. Keep leaving them reviews. In the new year, we've got some we've got some ideas. We've got some stuff lined up. Yes. Can't wait to do. Um, so we are just we're we're ready. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Guys, our Facebook followers are more than our Instagram followers. You Instagram followers need to fix up. Listen, people just go on Facebook and just be liking the page every day. Every single day. Every day. So we're I mean we're I'm I'm enjoying the ride right now. I'm really enjoying doing this. And so if you guys keep wanting content, then we'll keep giving it to you. But as of right now, guys, make sure you stay healthy. Yes. Wear your mask. Yes. And remember, lift your hands. If you're if you're if you're driving in your car right now, pull over the car. If you're at work, stop what you're doing. I don't care if you're talking to a customer. Lift your hands in their face right now. 
<laughs> know that no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. I've been Carlos. I'm Crystal. And that's been the Kick Up Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Yes. Yes.